Hello there and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast Sunday to Sunday. I'm your host Jonathan, sitting around a lovely table with some lovely people. We're First in person. Up. We're yeah. together. We are together. I can see you. <laughs> I am here with the great Stephanie Nobles. Hi. Who fed us the manna of heaven, Chick-fil-A. She did not know. That's what it refers to yeah. in, in scriptures. It's the Lord's chicken. Yes. Thank you for doing the Lord's work and bringing Thank that you. to us this morning. Suffering for the kingdom. <laughs> and we also have Pastor Anthony Braswell, Hi. who looks great, smells great, <laughs> just all around great. So good to be here. <laughs> so good to be here. It's a good podcast. Like we're so good. so good to be so here. Good. I'm just glad we're together, y'all. Yeah. It's so much better than being um, on that Zoom call. Yeah, it agreed. Really is. Agreed. Um, and we are going to go right into our segment. If you uh, have been listening to the past couple of weeks, we started a new segment called "What Is." Good. Tell me something good. What is good? Tell me something good. Something good. It really made an impact on you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's tell me something tell good. Tell me something good. Yes. Tell me something yes. good. It's um, not good that Jonathan didn't remember it the name It is not good. Is my brain is not working real good right now. Tell right. me something good. Well, you get to go first, Jonathan. Tell me something good. I get to go first. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Tell you something good. Well, um... There's a guy I follow on YouTube named Alan Parr, and he has this thing called Bible Study Made Easy. And he's offered this class and like kind of tagged it as into his videos forever. And I really like his content, and so I was like, I wonder how this course would, would be. And so I, I purchased it, and I've been going through it, and like the way he's broken down like the Bible is like a whole. And it's kind of stuff that I've already known, but like it's like when you know something, but someone shows it to you in a different way. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And so I'm going through it. And um, it's it's really cool to, to to just simplify the Bible. I think we can just look at it as this big, overwhelming, intimidating text. Um, and that's been really good for me. So I'm hoping that that in turn helps me like lead others as I talk about the Bible. But also for me, when I look at it, I can like break it down for what it is, mm-hmm. not put my own like interpretation on it. And so that's that's been very helpful, and I've really I've really enjoyed it. And it's all online and all digital, so I can access it from anywhere. My Bible is so. pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. I use a version that is um, illustrated. It's just pictures. Yes. Jesus stories in the Bible. It has no words. It's pretty simple. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So if you need a bar, like, Bible. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I like that a lot. Yeah. I've been doing the Arma courses. You know, uh, Manny Arango and Aaron Ross. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're pretty cool too. I think it's neat because obviously we have an incredible pastor, teacher mm-hmm. at North Park, and we have some incredible life groups and stuff. But, I mean, there's always stuff we can do to, to go a little deeper and learn more. I mean, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, being fed spiritually. Like, you're an adult, you feed yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, when you're a child, you get fed. But when you're an adult, you feed yourself. And we have to do that throughout the week. And so those kinds of things are really neat. Yeah. So we'll definitely link. Um, yeah. The, the course you were talking about in the show mm-hmm. notes today. So Both of those would be out. great. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Manny Arango. Yeah. Of North Park. Mm-hmm. I always get frustrated when I hear people say, I'm just not being spiritually fed. Yeah. Like, that's your fault. Yeah, for yeah. real. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, nobody says, I'm hungry because somebody's not feeding me yeah. like, physically, right? But they say it. That's they right. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, I guess if you're saying you're spirit, spiritually not being fed, maybe that is saying you're a baby. 
Maybe. Like you're waiting on somebody else to put a spoon in your mouth right. when there are way too many things out there, mm-hmm. you know, where we can be. So much. I think a lot of times people don't know where to go. I mean, that's a little bit of an excuse because you can do some research and stuff. But I think, you know, us as a church, North Park, we're trying really hard, especially now more than ever, to put resources in people's hands. So we're going to see that more than ever um, in the coming weeks, months, days. So I'm excited about some of that. So that's pretty cool. That's Mm -hmm. something good. Mm -hmm. I like it. I just saw things pop up on your iPad. Is that notes from that? It is. Yeah. Very intense note taking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's. So is like that this, your handwriting? Yeah. I, oh gosh, I love writing. Honestly. Your writing is pretty impressive. Oh. So that's like going through the Old Testament. He was talking about going through Genesis all the way. Look at that writing. That That's your handwriting? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, look at that. That's, look, no, that's, 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 that's really the best you've that's, ever written, Jonathan. Dude, I'm going to be so honest with you. I'm going to tell you something good. That's the best handwriting you've ever had. Well, I appreciate that. I'm going to show you my handwriting from this morning. I took some notes this morning in my journal. You can't read that. I mean, yours is like a font, a script font, a handwriting yeah. font. I really like it. <laughs> Maybe it's because I can read it. Yeah, yeah it's like a handwriting <laughs> font. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure I can read it. <laughs> That's so funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. Sorry just... to all our listeners who feel really left out right now. I know. <laughs> Maybe we'll show. Maybe I'll include a screenshot of their yeah, notes, yeah, everybody. so you can hand see their analysis. handwriting analysis. <laughs> oh gosh, Pastor Anthony, tell us something good. Tell me something good. Um, so I am very excited about what's happening in my backyard right now. If anybody can hear the um, the beating and framing and the sawing and the chiseling. Um, we are installing a fire pit, and that's something yeah. that we wanted for a long time, so people can come sit by our fire pit. So um, we'll have some good talks about the Bible and all the things that you guys are learning in life. And I just we're gonna make some great memories. My dad always says making memories, and so I've always wanted a space in the backyard where people can come and just sit and make memories. Awesome. And right now, all of those who call North Park home who have heard my story about setting my backyard on fire <laughs> with a fire pit are right now going. Really sure that's a good idea. <laughs> and so I, I have watched a few fire safety videos uh, in preparation for this. But and there's like a stone containment now. So there that is. Would be helpful. Yeah, and I have a fire extinguisher and a fire. We're gonna get a fire blanket. <laughs> All the things. All the things. Yeah. And I have a fireman that li- lives right next to us. Oh, there that's you go. Super helpful. You really, you really leveled up. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's the last resort. You try everything first, and then you go get it. Yeah. Because I really don't. You have a fireman next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominic, right there. Yeah, oh. he is married. <laughs> yeah. And I think he may be retired. So oh, should, okay. That's but... a weird dynamic. Anyways, um, good for you, though. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited yeah. for him He's and how nice he's dude. served our community. Um, Shout out Dom. That's a big truck. Do you know what I really heard with everything you just said? S'mores. That's what I heard yeah. you said. So let's talk about that. We're talking about something good. We want to educate people on this podcast. So I'm. Are you like s'mores? Mm-hmm. You do. You like s'mores? Which is that's what I was about to say. I love the concept of s'mores. I'm not a big marshmallow fan. So so mine's not the marshmallow difficult. thing. Mine is um, I don't like the s'mores flavor. Like the, I love graham crackers. I love chocolate, and I love marshmallows. But when you put them together, that s'mores flavor, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's a very right. distinct flavor. I don't like it. And I realize it's the chocolate. And I was at my nephew's the other day, uh-huh. and he was like, 
do you like s'mores? And I told him that. And he was like, no, no, I got you. I got you. And handed me a Reese cup. And yes. graham cracker with a Reese cup and marshmallows. Mm. It's a game changer. It is total game changer. Mm. And so we have all of the things right now ready. And the other night we did s'mores on our gas little fire pit thing that we have on the porch. It's a real small deal. And I've never let the kids do that because I was always afraid of the marshmallow dripping down in my gas oh, yeah. thing. And I thought, that's not the way you do that. Right. And somebody told me they use their gas fire pit all the time. It's not a big deal. And so I was like, all right, we'll do it. So we, we did that. And I bought these campfire marshmallows. Have you ever seen them? Y'all, they're oh, like they're that big. Are they and flat, I thought, more flat? No. But I, I thought, this would be perfect for s'mores. It is not perfect for s'mores. They're <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. And oh it's, so goodness. we had to cut them in forts <laughs> to get them like they're supposed to be. Wow. <laughs> that's hilarious. They're huge. Oh my goodness. Well, that's Reese really cup. Good. Try Reese cups. Cup. Replace the chocolate. I think that's one of the things. I'm not a huge marshmallow fan. I can stand it though. But I felt like the chocolate never gets like melty enough. Yeah. But I'm with you. I don't it's know. That I, don't know to, I don't know how to remedy that. I guess you got to get your marshmallow very hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately put it on. Yeah. There. So are you also saying if you don't have Reese's and you only have Hershey's to add peanut butter? Oh, is peanut that. butter the thing that makes it better? Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. But Reese's has a very distinctive chocolate. Yeah, do you yeah, think a Hershey's yeah. chocolate bar and, and a Reese's yeah. chocolate yeah. is the same? Yeah, the chocolate is different. Yeah, It is. That's, it is. That would be strange. That's like um, if you go to Chick-fil-A, but then you use McDonald's barbecue sauce. You can't True. mix them together. Very do you want to try it? Hershey's do you, do you chocolate try it right with regular now? peanut butter? On air. And see if it tastes the same. <laughs> or we could have an incentive for our listeners to come back next week to see how the taste test was. So we're going to okay. try it out today. When you come back next week, we're going to let we'll you know. We'll record it. We'll yes. start a Patreon. You can watch that video if you pay. Our Patreon supporters are going to see our s'mores <laughs> test. I'm just kidding. Yeah. All, right, all right, so we'll do that. When we're done, we're going to video this. We'll put that on YouTube. And... <laughs> For all the world. So let's just see. Okay. This is awesome. So we're going to test this. So we're going to test to see. Does a Reese cup even remotely taste like Hershey's chocolate with peanut butter? I, yeah, I'm down. Sounds yeah. Sounds yeah. Right, we're going to do that. All right. That is hilarious. And awesome. what a great way to kick off. This is the first day of year two of what? our Sunday to Sunday podcast. Wow. Last week we completed a full year. So this is day one of year two. Wow. Very That's cool, amazing. right? I would be interested to know who is um, has been listening, and okay. we should give prizes away to people who've been with us all year. If you're an OG listener, what's that like mean? Original gangsta. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's like you're from the very beginning. If you've started listening to our podcast from day one last year, January, um, then leave us a five star review mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts and a comment, and we will send you a prize. It's going to be great. It might be Hershey chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> Do you it know? It could be a gift card. <laughs> I have a buddy who started a clothing brand called the OG, but it stands for Outdoor Gentleman. Oh, And okay. it's hunting and fishing apparel. I like it. I like that. I like it. I kind of almost want to replace that with Outdoor, outdoor Gentleman. gentleman. <laughs> and all my OGs. Yeah, shout out to T. Lindsay, Tex Lindsay. Excellent. Lives in okay. Cary, but he and I went if high school together. You're an OG. Together. If you're an outdoor gentleman, if you're an original gal or an original guy <laughs> in the podcast, <laughs> you could win a prize this week. <laughs> oh awesome. my goodness! Um, this okay. podcast is brought to you by. 
outdoor gentleman. <laughs> they don't know it yet, but it is. But it will be. Come on, Texas. Send, <laughs> some, so send us some gear, man. We'll talk about you. That's so funny. Um, tell. I want to tell y'all something good. Um, I wish I could think of anything right now, but no, 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 no. It's been a good week. I watched a whole new series on Netflix that was pretty good. Now, is it super holy? I would say no, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the also Bachelor not again? super terrible. No, it's not The Bachelor. I've never actually watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Only one episode with your children, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's a new series that just came out on Netflix, Netflix called Firefly Lane, and it's about two girls um, who are best friends and just a lot of flashbacks to different parts of their lives so you understand, you know, the drama, the comedy, the love of all the different parts but it's um it was pretty good i mean i've been i don't really binge watch a lot of things i don't watch too much tv but i've been wa binge watched the whole season hmm. so check it out firefly <laughs> firefly lane on netflix firefly lane it's a good new series <laughs> i feel like it i think i feel like you're setting this up and you're gonna be like it's actually it's actually about me and rebecca uh, no it's <laughs> not i mean we could have our own tv show but um, the dynamics are not as diff like as wild as these okay. two. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Thankfully. <laughs> oh my goodness. Firefly right. link. Yeah. Well, I also want to hear what some things that are going on right now in our right now segment. Right but this week now. I wanna hear what you guys are reading right now because we're adults and we're leaders and we are um learners of life and so we should always be reading something right it could be the back of the cereal box but you should be learning something could and be. reading something People but still do that today what are you guys reading right now um so i just recently learned and for people in the christian community that already knew this i don't know if this is dumb or not or if this is common sense or knowledge but i didn't know that rc sproul started ligonier ministries mm -hmm. and I've been watching a lot of his stuff, and it's awesome. They have a lot of really cool content. So I went on their website, and they have a lot of really great articles. I'm just in this season of, like, logic, theology, apologetics. I'm just loving it. It's just – I can't get in that. I just watch and consume so much. And there's a lot of really good information on their website, Ligonier Ministries. I also follow them on Instagram. And so a lot of posts throughout the day I kind of get that's, like, thought-provoking about uh, the way I look at the word or, or something that, that – they, they went through exegetically that they are able to pull from, from texts that I didn't think about, you know, because you can read the Bible a thousand times and still get something new out of it. And, yeah. and so they have a lot of great stuff. R.C. Sproul is the man, and I didn't know he had his own, like, ministry that he founded, and it's, it's awesome. So uh, if you need some resources for uh, theology and, this, and, and questions about, about the Bible, about, about Christianity, I would advise checking out Ligonier Ministries, L-I-G-O-N-I-E-R. Ligonier. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's Sweet. awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Pastor Anthony, what are you reading right now? So I am reading a book that we're about to start a church-wide oh, yeah. series on called Win the Day um, by Mark Batterson. And so we're going to start that series in a couple weeks. It's a very good book, and we're going to ask our church to kind of read along with it. And um, and that's pretty cool. I, I can't recall if I've talked about this on this podcast or not, but I have um, subscribed to a new app called Headway. Have I talked about this? Yeah. No. So Headway is um, 
kind of a cliff notes kind of deal. Uh, did y'all have cliff notes when y'all were in school? Oh, 100%. Personally, yeah. we had it because I used it. Yeah, so, so it's the equivalent of instead of reading a book, you read somebody else. Like the summary. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's funny. My, my daughter, she's, she's going to give me a hard time about this, but she likes to um, – to get her news on um, TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when she's like, I read this article the other day. Okay, I watched a TikTok. <laughs> about somebody who read an article. That's what it is. So I feel like that. I'm like, well, I didn't read the book, but I read about a guy who read the book or, or a girl. And, and so it's just a cool app because I can get the gist of a book in about 15 or 20 minutes. So I've committed to every morning reading one of these book synopsis is so it's like i'm reading a book every day <laughs> not really I, I watched a tiktok about a guy who read a book every day. um and so you know i've i've read a few the last few days that, that have been really cool um i'm into this thing of how to start your day in the right way and so like i read a book called the 5 a.m club and it was all about you know the first couple of hours of your day. What do you, how to how to make the most of your first hour of the day? Uh, there's one book called The Morning Miracle. Um, there's one called Tools of the Titans. Um, it's it's just um, how to how to get a jump start on your day. But what's funny is I've read like four books like that. And I've not really changed my morning routine yet. <laughs> so I'm planning. <laughs> To follow you're a plan. <laughs> yes. To do it whenever you're yeah. ready. But isn't that us? Like we have yeah. so much knowledge in such little application. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. um, that's that's where I'm at. It's okay. We have all this knowledge and we're reading all this stuff. Now, how do we apply it in such a way that it is transforming? Yeah, right. that's pretty cool. And I like that idea because sometimes that's good, really, for you know people on the go or who want to stay um, reading and curious and all those kinds of things, but they don't have time to sit down and read an entire book. You know, obviously you're, you you do miss part of it, but that's really cool that you still get a, a good um, takeaway. And I think that's a neat app. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm reading uh, a fiction book called The Office of Historical Corrections by Daniel Evans, and it, I'm, I'm part of, I have an app, I'm part of this thing called Book of the Month Club, and every month they feature like five new books, some of them are not even released yet, or some of them are just like up and coming, or just very highly rated, and then they have a whole library of stuff you can choose from too, but um, you pay like a monthly, like low fee, like a lot of times you get a hardcover book, it's like $20, $25, but you pay like $12 for this. Hmm. And so um, I've done that for for about eight months now, and I love it because there's like books that I probably never would have known about. But that's one of those books. I think I got it. I think it was December's book, but it's a collection of short stories about people's just a, a real snippet from their life about an experience they had um, that made a profound impact on them. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to have a look at our history. And so some of it's about race, some of it's about gender, some of it's about just experience like age or, or whatever. But there's something, some of the stories are really interesting and some of them are really straightforward and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're just telling this so matter of factly. And it seems like it would have been so emotional, but each story has a point about our history here in the United States or their experience and like all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of neat. So it's like 
funny and there's drama, but it's also like a little bit sad and, and very much thought provoking. And so that's a fiction book I'm reading. I'm getting ready to read Win the Day to prepare mm. for our new series. And I'm going through a book by Beth Moore called The Quest. And it's supposed to help you just like dive deeper and like fall back in love with scripture again. Like, so those are my three things that I'm reading right now. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. My brain is not big enough to simultaneously read. <laughs> well, the quest thing is like, it's, it's my kind of like devotion time right now that mm -hmm. I do in the morning. And then the fiction book, The Office of Historical Corrections, is what I read before I go to bed at night. And then when the day, I'll just probably yeah. add that to the nighttime routine. So. You said Daniel Evans. That's not one of the twins. Daniel. Oh, <laughs> triplets rather. No, no. <laughs> There was a quarterback at NC State who was a triplet, and he his name was Daniel Evans. We just said Danielle Evans. Danielle. I mean, it could be a pseudonym. Who knows? <laughs> <He's writing laughs> a pen name. As a girl. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're reading right now. Very exciting stuff, you guys. Oh, and also the Bible. That's a given, just that flat. Just a given. Well, awesome. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Um, well, this past week, we went into the second week of – Touch of God, Pastor, you did a phenomenal job. And not just because you didn't have to cut at all. Not just because you did it <laughs> all in one wonder. take. One take wonder. One take wonder, living up to your name. Um, but we continued on from, from what we brought up in, in the past week. You know, we talked about how complacency can really get uh, to the church and, and, and turn uh, God's people apathetic if we're not careful. Um, and, I mean, what, what other season has there been more you know, complacency than the season we've been in now? You know, for what has it been, 32 months? Something like that. That's what yeah. it feels like. Um, yeah, 32 <laughs> years. Um, and so one one point that I wanted to bring up from this past week is you said, um, and I, I think you may have quoted this from somebody, but I just remember hearing it and I wrote it down. So if I paraphrase, I apologize, and you can say who it's from. But you said, if you stay in your comfort zone, it can kill you. And And so the first thing I wanted to ask was, why is it so important that we identify and fix the problem of complacency in the church like because for, for some people maybe there's so much incomplacency they don't even realize they're being complacent you know they're like just kind of in a routine they're just doing their thing and don't even realize like huh maybe i have some apathy towards my relationship with the lord why is it important that as a body of christ we identify and fix this thing within the church i think um you know we're called to be like christ and you can't be like something that you don't know yeah and so to know Jesus is to know that there is always something deeper and more to learn about him and who he is in his heart. And, and with that, I mean, we have to be curious people. We have to seek his face and, and let his Holy Spirit guide us. And we have to dive into his word um, so we can learn more about who he is and his character and become more like him. And not just, not just learn about him, but to really know him personally. So I think that, that, that we can't get complacent in that sense because no. there always is going to be more to know and learn about Jesus and, and um, a deeper level that we can get to know him. Like, think about this, like, you know, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, you're always learning new things about them. And even though you've known somebody for, for decades, maybe even, you still learn new things because they're evolving and growing. It's just who we are is who we're created to be is to grow and expand and, and be curious and learn things. Like, that's what life is all about. And so it's the same way in our relationship with Jesus. Um, there's always going to be something new that we can learn. So we can't mm. get complacent because 
he has more for us. Yeah. And um and his more is so much better than any other more we could seek after, like right. the stuff here on earth. So I think we can't can't stay in our comfort zone because there is so much more out there and that's really exciting. And a little terrifying, but more exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we keep talking about complacency and the thing is when we said it just a few minutes ago, we have all this knowledge, but if we don't put action behind the knowledge, then then it's really, really meaningless. Right. I have a plaque that I sit beside my toothbrush, you know, so every time I brush my teeth, um, I, I look at this plaque and it says action. No, it says, thank you. It says dreams without action. No, dreams don't work unless you do. that's exactly what it says. <laughs> Because the old, the old Japanese proverb is uh, vision without action is a daydream. Yes, That's what I keep yes. getting mixed up. So what does it say? Dreams don't work unless you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have this plaque beside my uh, toothbrush so that when I brush my teeth, I can see it. It says dreams don't work unless you do. Uh, it reminds me of the old proverb, you know, a vision without action is just a daydream. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking, like this complacency. We just get in a rut. You know, we get in a routine. We just put it on cruise control. Um, but we're not really accomplishing much. And I'm convinced that people want to give their life to something that's significant. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a conversation with a buddy who's doing some fundraising because of some ministry that he wants to do. And he is surprised by how many people who don't have a relationship with Jesus, don't claim to be Christ followers, are investing financially in his ministry. And he's like, I don't get that. Like these people don't even have a relationship with Jesus, but they want to give to me as I tell people about him. And I said, it's because people want to give their life to something that's significant. Mm -hmm. And they see that you're stepping out in faith and doing something significant and they want to be a part of it in some way. And, and so like, I think we would all say, yeah, we just want my life to count. We want it to be significant, but yet when we're complacent and we're not chasing those things and we're not working toward those things, even if it's a small step that we take today in the direction of a dream or a vision, um, then we're not living on purpose, you know. And 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 what did what did Jesus say? Jesus said the greatest commandment, like the most important thing, is what love him, love him and love others as yourself. And so I think the most significant thing that we could ever do is to love God and love other people. And if we're just on cruise control and we're just so focused on ourselves and we're just trying to make it through the day and we're trying to do our thing, checking off our list, running our errands, we're just we're just on cruise control, right? We're just kind of rolling you can't through do that it. Well no, you're just going through the motions. Yeah, and so to be complacent is to ignore the most important thing that you could do with your life. And, and, and so I think that's why it's so important because our life is so short and I don't think any of us want to get to the end of, of, of our journey and look back and think my life didn't matter or my life. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a good steward of my time, my talent, my resources, my treasure. I could have done something better. Yeah. You know, I could have been more, um, intentional about the way that I stewarded those things in my life. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I love you. You brought up intention because that's kind of how I want to conclude. Um, we talked about, or you talked about the Church of Ephesus in Revelation. I just want to read real quickly what it what it said in Revelation two uh, two through five. It says um, he's talking to the Church of Ephesus. I know all the things you do. I've seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. You've examined the claims of those who say. 
they are apostles but are not. You've discovered they're liars. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting, but I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look at how far you've fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. And so you really brought up the, the point that you know, there were these five different things that God was like, hey, you're doing this right. But really, internally, intentionally, you have an issue. You need, you need a heart change because I don't want you to just look good on the outside. I don't want you to be as, as whitewashed tombs that look good on the outside and, and dead on the inside. You need to turn back. And I think a lot of us in this season need to kind of think about that and do the same thing. And so um, as, as we conclude, you know, we can look good on the outside yet be just filled with junk you know, whatever that may be that we fill our lives with. So as we, as we conclude the day, um, as an ultimate answer to complacency and fulfillment, how do we challenge those who are listening? How do we challenge Christians, new Christians, veteran Christians, uh, maybe those who are, who are just now like giving their life to Christ? How do we challenge them to prioritize their relationship with Jesus as like the ultimate answer to complacency? I think the, the first thing you got to know is when you prioritize something, it's going to take work. Mm. You have to make some decisions and change some things or, or make some sacrifices, whether that's time or effort or, or getting rid of some habits or things. You know, it's going to take a little bit of work, but it's work that's worth it for sure. Um, and I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me, advice for anybody, advice for myself in, in prioritizing our relationship with Jesus and um, being good on the inside and the outside, you know, would be to to make time to spend in the word, to make time to pray, um, to make time to be curious and and read the Bible and seek out things like Ligonier Ministries or the Arma courses or these books like Win the Day. Like go go deeper, and that's that's when you have that fulfillment of life. Is whenever you are intentional and you go after these things that you truly want, that you know are important, that. Um, what, what is it that you always say? Don't count your days, make your days count. Mm -hmm. Well, how do we make our days count? Is we fill it with these things that have lasting impact on us and other people. You know, I think that's how we love God and love each other well is we go after those things. And that's the key. It's like we have to go after it. So we have to decide in our mind right now that we're going to go after that. Right. We're going to go after the word. We're going to go after time and prayer. We're going to go after living and loving like God called us to do. So that's my first that was my first piece of advice is to decide right now in your head and your heart that you're going to take those steps and, and do the work because it's work that's worth it. Right. Right. That's good. Rewrite the story. You know, like um, what think about where you are right now. And I think you have to ask the question, like, how is this working for me? You know, because I guarantee somebody who's living their life in a complacent way. Guarantee if they take an inventory, they're not ha they're not happy. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not they're not fulfilled. Um, they, they're 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 not walking with joy. Like I guarantee you, somebody who's living that way is not going to go. I'm living my best life. I'm loving this, <laughs> right? You're, there's going to be consequences to that complacency. And so I think that person, we when we get to that spot, I think we look around and we realize I don't like where I am right now. You know, so what I'm doing is not working. So what do I need to do? I need to flip the script. I need to do it differently. Uh, we talk a lot at North Park about the fact that repentance is 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 like a repathing. Like we're going to choose a different way of doing things, and 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 focusing on Jesus and allowing Him to be the Lord of all. 
Um, and so I, I think it's it's rewriting it's rewriting our our script and and doing something different than what we've been doing. I love what Judy Jacobs said um, when I was in high school. It's funny how things get locked in. Like I, I, I struggle to remember the quote that I look at every day in my in my <laughs> bathroom. But I remember Judy Jacobs' quote from like when I was eighteen, and what she said was. Gosh, can't remember. No, I'm just kidding. What she <laughs> said was, if you want to go places with God you've never been, you've got to do some things that you've never done. Right. And so to me, that's a repathing. And, you know, I want to say this too, just to ease anybody's mind who's listening. You know, we're talking about repathing and making decisions and committing to do the work. And that can seem a little overwhelming or scary or intimidating at first. But sometimes, yeah, we make drastic changes in our life to get where we, we feel like God's leading us to go. But sometimes it's just really small changes and then you build over time. So wherever you are, you can start. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be, but it can be small too. So just be encouraged if you're listening to this right now and and you're you're trying to figure out what's your next step to take, that whatever that step is, just make it be forward. Yeah, I, I read this in my devotion this morning. It says, do not despise these small beginnings. Yeah. So maybe this is a small step for you in the right direction today. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. So Zerubbabel was about to, to start building something. He was laying the foundation for the temple. And so I think we often think, well, God, God celebrates when we do the big things and the temple's built. But I love that verse because it says, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Yeah. The plumb line is the first, it's just measuring, right? Yeah. That's the first thing you're going to do when you're building something. So maybe what you're doing today, this first step in the right direction may seem small and insignificant to you. But according to this verse, the Lord rejoices even when he sees your work begin. So when you're just like taking those first steps, you know, it does it does the father's heart good. But I also build on what you said, too. You said you may be afraid to take this step. All right. And and doing something different, repentance, repathing, all of those things are scary. But I'm more scared of what happens if you don't do it. Yes, absolutely. So I'm more scared to, 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 to stay complacent. I'm more scared of, of what happens if I don't do these things in my life. Funny, I keep having all these cliche quotes come to my mind because we've talked about all these things, and I keep thinking, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it, you guys. You can do it. <laughs> Experience the reality of your dream. There yeah. you go. There you go. So... We encourage you to, to continue on with us in this in this series as, as we really discuss this and, and really prioritize what it looks like to have the touch of God on your life and really pursue after that. So uh, this upcoming week, uh, Pastor, you will finish out this series, uh, Touch of God. Yeah, I, I am. You know, this series is a lot of what I feel like God's been teaching me and doing in my life um, through some of the grief that I've experienced and I've really just kind of invited people on that journey. And so I'm going to kind of finish up some of those thoughts this week. And then after this week, again, we're going to jump through the book, Win the Day. And so jump on Amazon, search for Win the Day, Mark Batterson, and, and download your copy and get ahead and, and let's start winning the day together. 
Well, we encourage you to join us for the, the ending of this series this Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, if you already join us on Facebook or YouTube, that is awesome. If you live in Cambodia and only listen to this podcast, we, we encourage you. Go to our website, NorthparkRDU.com, and join us for our Sunday. And go subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see what's about to go down right now. Right now. We will see you next week. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday, and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northparkrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.